0: is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Many of us are all too familiar with the warning signs of the end times written in Paul's second letter to Timothy. However, many of us make the mistake of equating this to the world Rather than the church In today's prophecy update Pastor JD points out that these Warnings were speaking to the church Not the world Now don't forget to stay with us After today's prophecy update To learn how you can become a Facebook friend Or watch the weekly prophecy update At jdfarag.org Now here's Pastor JD With today's prophecy update As shared on August 21st 2022
1: Laodicea had amassed so much of their wealth, as you might imagine. As far as they were concerned, they had everything and were in need of nothing. Not even the Lord, which explains why Jesus is on the outside and has to knock to come back in. It's ironic, isn't it? Notice the irony with me, and please just hang in there with me on this. How how ironic is this? I mean, you you are known for your eye salve to improve eyesight, but yet you're blind. And you, you see yourself as having... Need for nothing. You, you need for nothing. You want for nothing. You have everything. But the reality is, you're blind to the fact that you're wretched, and you're miserable, and you're poor. You think you're wealthy, you're poor. You think you see, you're blind. You think you're clothed in the latest fashion of the day, you're naked. If you were to ask me why it is that I truly believe with all my heart that we are at the end as the church, my answer would be this, look no further than to the Laodicean church. It should be noted that this is the last of the seven churches for good reason. It serves as a prophetic picture of the end in the end, namely the condition, the lukewarm condition of the church at the time of the end, the last church in the last days. Example, illustration. Stay with me. You have a glass of water, cold water. We can use boiling water, whatever you want take your pick. Set that water in a room and leave it. And it's not long before now that water will acclimate to the temperature of the room and become lukewarm. Oh, I started off with ice cold water, especially on a hot day. Or how about hot water? Both of which are useful. What about water that's lukewarm? (sighs) What use is that? It's useless. It's, can I say this word, feckless? You know what that word means? Has no impact. It's, there's no effect. It does not change anything. It's been changed that has now become acclimated to the temperature of the culture, the room, the environment. Now that that glass of water has become like these surroundings. No wonder. You know, the common denominator with all of this is that this church was deceived. No, oh, by the way, this is a church, and these are Christians. But they need to repent, because they become lukewarm. How, how did that happen? Because they were deceived. They were deceived. It's called self-deception, when you don't see yourself as God sees you. How do I see myself as God sees me? Oh, in the mirror of God's Word. It shows me me. Oh, I don't want to, whoa! I don't want to, whoo! Kind of like, when you, especially when you get to a certain age, you wake up, you look in the mirror, and then you wince, and it's like, oh Lord, come quickly. There's hair where it shouldn't be, and hair, no hair where there used to be. And anyway, enough of my problems, but you get the point. The mirror shows me my true condition. But see, they're deceived into thinking that they're actually not in that condition. Well, when Paul writes to Timothy, a pastor of a church, in his first letter, chapter 4 verse 1, he says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, listen, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Okay, wait a minute. So these are Christians, yes. This church in Laodicea is a church, yes, but they've been deceived, yes. Deceiving spirits. Did you know that Satan has doctrine? Oh, it's deceptive doctrine. And They give heed to these deceiving spirits, these doctrines of demons that apparently have infiltrated the church. This is a letter to the church. This is not to the world. You're not going to depart from the faith if you've not first come to the faith to depart from it. When he gets to his second letter, chapter 3, beginning in verse 1, he very specifically says, these are the markers. This is what will characterize the last day's church at the time of the end. Mark this. This is the church now, not the world. We expect the world to act like the world. We don't expect the church to act like the world, right? There will be terrible times in the last days, perilous times. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, Unholy, without love or natural affection, unforgiving, slanderous, without self control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. Have a nice afternoon. This is to the church. This is to the church. And look at the specificity in which Paul, by the Spirit, writes to Pastor Timothy. This is what will characterize. You want to know what the last day's church is going to look like? Right here, 19 things. You can chuck them off. It gets worse in chapter 4 of 2 Timothy, beginning in verse 1 in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of His appearing, that's the rapture, and His kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Yeah, but Paul, Timothy would say, (laughs) they don't want to receive correction. I can't rebuke them. They'll just go to the church down the street. And Paul's going to talk about the church down the street, beginning in verse 3. For the time will come, When people will not put up with sound doctrine, sound doctrine, and by the way, let me just again parenthetically say, search the scriptures and see if what I am saying is true and biblical and sound. Search the scriptures for yourself. Is this sound? Yes. Is this biblical? Yes is this popular? No. No. And we're living in a day in this, the last days, where people in the church will not tolerate or put up with anybody that's preaching the word. Sound doctrine. Oh, they're, they're not? No. What are they going to do? Instead, oh, instead, To suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. I don't know what to say, but that's exactly what's happening. these prophecies and the many others like them describe this last days church in a word deception deception again i it's ironic and i find it rather interesting that the church of laodicea was so deceived that they were blind to the reality of their spiritual condition. And so too is this true for the church today. And the fact of the matter is, it's yet another indication of just how close we are to the end. Please don't misunderstand me and please hear my heart. I am not bashing the church I am only teaching the truth about Bible prophecy and how Bible prophecy tells us that this is what the church will be like at the time of the end. And we're there. The church is like this. Well, doubtless you already know where I'm going with all this, so I'll get to the point and expound on this for the remainder of our time. Because we've talked about this in prior updates over the past two and a half years, and in the interest of time, I'm just going to share with you this screenshot from the FEMA webpage. This is on Wednesday of last week, by the way. And it's titled, Federally Supported Community Vaccination Centers. In it, they show, as pictured here, the types of community vaccination centers, stating, quote, we provided support to established community vaccination centers to expand access to vaccines. As you can see, churches are one of four community vaccination centers, FEMA centers, boasting approximately 250 vaccinations a day. Pastor, with all due respect, why are you still talking about this? Answer, and you'll forgive the bluntness with which I say this, why am I still talking about this? Because people are dying from this. Um, I spent some time this last week, again, please bear with me. I wanted to see what these ministry leaders were saying now, some whatever, two years plus later. These are pastors and well-known, very well-known leaders that were actually promoting this. And I'm going to name them. Franklin Graham. How about Robert Jeffress, who said (laughs) that any pastor who doesn't, encourage His congregation to get this vaccine is an idiot. Well, I wanted to see, what's he saying now? Because, you know, the CDC is kind of, you know, under the radar, kind of um, Friday night thing, you know, when everybody's asleep. We'll just go ahead and release this new, you know, Hopefully nobody sees it. We'll post the updated stats and figures and facts on the website, but you have to, I think, be a, I don't know what, a physicist, a physician, a a chemist, a mathematician to be able to go through that data and come to the conclusion that people are dying. So I wanted to know, what are these guys saying now? Crickets. Crickets. I <laughs> Again, bear with me. I'll I'll get it out. Wait a minute. So let me see if I got this straight. Nobody's talking about it now? Well, you were sure talking about it then. Well, yeah, but it, it it's kind of, we're getting back to normal. Oh, you think that? You think that? Uh, try to tell the people that are still losing their jobs over not getting this injection. You t- tell them that. Yeah, but come on, pastor, lighten up. I'm not going to lighten up to double down. Yeah, but come on. You, don't you think you're you're kind of I mean just get over it. Get over it. The one thing that happened in its fulfillment of Bible prophecy and the trajectory on into the seven-year tribulation, exactly as we were told it would happen, is happening, and I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to warn people. I had someone the other day tell me, you know, a lot of people left when you went crazy. It's like, wait a minute, I was always crazy, so why did they come in the first place when we first started the church? I know what she meant. It was basically in 2020. I'll never forget it. March. In fact, afterwards, I was like, Lord, (laughs) because it was one of those moments, Holy Spirit moments. It wasn't in my notes. And I just said it. This is how it ends. We ain't ever going back. This is how it ends. And here we are, two and a half years later, and nobody's talking about it? I wonder why. Hmm. Oh, maybe it's because of what you see there on the screen. The church is opening its door. Jesus is knocking on the door that they're opening to vaccinate people. How's that one? And by the way, where is that in here? I'm just curious. The church has been rendered impotent. The church like that water has now acclimated to the temperature of the culture. It's lukewarm. It's compromised. It's no longer effective. There's no influence on the world. I mean... If the church isn't going to speak the truth, who is? Yeah, but it's not popular. Well, you can ask Jeremiah about that. By the way, Thursday night we're going to resume our study through Jeremiah. He tries to quit, you know, after being incarcerated and tortured. He's like, "That's it, God. I quit. You tricked me into this calling." I mean, it's kind of a loose paraphrase, but that's basically what what he's saying. <laughs> There's only one problem, Jeremiah. I love you, man, but slaves can't quit. And actually, kind of comes to a sense. It's, it's really. I can't wait till Thursday. I I tell you, he's like back and forth. You know, one minute he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang in there, and I'm gonna speak the truth no matter what." I know it's unpopular. I know it's probably gonna get me killed. I know nobody wants to hear it, but it's the words you put on my mouth, and they burn within me. I can't not. And then he has another meltdown. Two verses later, he's like, that's it, I can't take you anymore. And then two verses later, Lord, you, who is like unto you? And then two verses later, Lord, I I quit again. Jeremiah, you hang in there. It's going to be okay. You're going to make it. God's going to see you through this, and he does. So, Pastor, what's your point? My point is, is that we shouldn't be surprised because this is the last church in the last days and you see it right there on the screen we we're, we we're, we're, what's the where's the what's the difference oh i can let's see which one's more convenient i can go to the school i can go to the hospital the medical center the stadium or the church what's the difference hmm They're all the same. Now, please don't, again, misunderstand me. I'm not talking about dominion theology or kingdom now theology or new apostolic reformation where we're going to take back the world. You know, the seven mountain mandate and no. I'm not talking about taking over the world. I'm talking about reaching the lost in the world for Jesus.
0: You've been listening to a prophecy update with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, Take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown, but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of His people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's Word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor JD. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? we'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdfarag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is jdfarag.org. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition, where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in and how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.